Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached Jackson Spotlight. We've rebranded our local spotlight to better emphasize our commitment to the Jackson, Mississippi area and to bringing you the best the Metro has to offer. This echoey episode is with Mallory Palmertree of Electric Dagger, the premier tattoo shop in Jackson, located in the basement of the Fondren building. This episode was recorded in a cavernous coffee shop, so the quality may be a bit fuzzy, but the conversation is golden. If you like what you hear, subscribe and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Reality Breach Local Spotlight. Time out. We renamed it. It's Jackson Spotlight. God damn it. I forgot about that. Oh, well. That's why I told you. Welcome to another episode of Reality Breach Jackson Spotlight. I am your tri-host, co-host, Robert Morris, Never Lost. And I'm sitting here with the creator of it all, baby, Sergio Lugo. (sighs) How you doing, baby? There's so many people here. Yeah, man. They got to, like, quiet down. They're uh, all... Right? So, We're in a nice echoey room this time. That's yeah. That's always great for for podcasting. Yeah, for you. Because <laughs> I don't have to edit it. Sergio's been wanting this particular guest on the show for quite some time. And I've seen her work on Sergio's arm. And she is a fantastic artist. And I can't wait to get some insights on how to properly ink myself and become a walking fucking illustration of art and awesomeness. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Electric Dagger Tattoo Shop here in Jackson, Mississippi, we have Mallory. Hi. I'm really nervous. This is terrifying. All right, that'll do it. We'll shut this down. Perfect. That's it. We're done. Nice to see you guys. How you doing today? I'm good. So you tattoo people. I do. The whole thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. How long have you been tattooing people? October of 2018 made eight years. Eight years, okay. Man, that's a long ass time, bro. It's, I mean, is it <laughs> relatively? I mean, we're going to be here for longer than that. Oh, yeah. I just feel like there's so much more to learn. In, like, the, the world of tattooing? And just in, like, the world in general. Like, mm, eight yeah. years isn't. It goes by so fast. Yeah. 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 Especially when you like enjoy it, and I'm, I'm guessing you, you're learning every day, every other day, every week, every month. I don't know how the learning process goes. It's a yeah, you definitely you never stop learning. Like you figure out how to do it. I'm just now at the point where I'm more comfortable, and I don't feel my butt sweat every time I tattoo. Like I'm not totally nervous, and mm-hmm. I can talk to people while I do it, and I don't have to just be like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine permanently changing someone's appearance is a little nerve nerve wracking. It's terrifying. Yeah. What if they hate it? What if they hate it? Why do they ask for it? I don't know. Maybe they felt they needed it at the moment, but we all change all the time. I mean, there's, I have things I hate, but like tattooed, tattooed on you. Tattooed on me. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 32. I just got one covered up that I got when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Feels so much better because <laughs> who would have thought when I was 19 that you were... I wouldn't want a pink skull with a bow on it behind my ear for forever? Well, that is a very uh, vis- visible spot. So, yeah. was that your first tattoo? No, my first tattoo was like a weird sun and moon on my back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford to get everything done, so I just got like the sun and the moon, and it was 
think I drew it when I was like 15 and I knew I wanted it. And my friend took me for my 19th birthday and got it for me. It's really sweet of her. Yeah. Is that one covered up? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly, so I ended up like adding to it and then I got the same thing on the other side and I'm slowly, like when I go out in the sun in the summer, I put sunblock on like one good time and then just let the sun burn the rest of it off. Oh, So it's like wow. natural laser. Just kidding. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I put sunblock on sometimes. Um, I, I never put on sunblock. It's an amazing feature. <laughs> I just I just walk around and be like, oh, vitamin D. Um, yes, please. Like, if you were an RPG character, like your slider would be sun immunity. Yeah, all the way, one hundred percent. Most definitely, I can I can use I can absorb that 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 vitamin D and and unleash the D. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, y'all let me do that. Thank you. Uh, so, so, let's see. You said you've been tattooing for eight years. You're 32. That means you've been doing it since you were like 24. Yeah. At what, at what point were you like, you know what? I want a tattoo. Like, how, did, how, does, how does one come to that conclusion? So, what had happened was I tried to go to college. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, me three. <laughs> I tried. Almost. It really didn't work out. I like to party too much. I also have a problem with authority. Or not a problem with authority. I have a problem with authority when they don't... I don't test well. But I'm pretty smart. But I, like when they would be like, why is this the answer? And I'd be like, because that's what it is. And they would... <laughs> You're like, fuck you, it's the answer. I'm not going to... Yeah, I didn't appreciate that. So I would just sit in my friend's dorm room and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and watch people go to class. So it didn't didn't work out well, but um, I got a job at a shop in Montana because that's where I was going to school. Wow, so that is a long way from here. Whole, like, There's schools in Montana, yo. They got schools. They, they got cars. They got black people. Like one or two. Nah, I ain't going to Montana. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. You have to go. I will. I will go when there's more than two black people, and I'm not one of the two. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just just throwing out there. There are a lot of Native Americans, though. That's neat. Yeah, like that's neat. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so my dad moved us out to Montana from Mississippi when I was like 13. I stayed and went to college. Uh, when I draw or when it no, so I got a job at a tattoo shop there. It was where I kept going to get tattooed, mm -hmm. and they offered me a job, and I took it. And I worked there for about a year, just apprenticing and cleaning up the shop. And then I ended up moving back to Mississippi because my grandmother was sick. And so moved back, tried to go to college again. <laughs> 13th grade at Heinz Community College did not go well. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got a job with Jason at the Ink Spot when he was downtown on Capitol Street. I remember the Ink Spot. Mm -hmm. I got work done at the Ink Spot. Did you? Oh, yeah, you got the one from Jason. Yeah, I think it's okay. uh, No, the one that I got at the Ink Spot was... Is... He's just reaching for his calf right now. Oh, I'm there waiting. Ah, and what's her Erica? Was that her name? Surgeon. Yeah, Erica did that one. Left, left calf, left calf, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for the narration. Showing that skin. Uh, so, so you've been working with Jason for quite, quite some time. Yeah, I've been working with him since I was 21. So it's been 10 years. I did my first tattoo when I was 22. But then I quit. I had like an existential crisis. I just couldn't. Like my grandmother passed away. I was ready to. I wanted to go do travel. Fast forward. I was waiting tables and working at coffee shops and not traveling. <laughs> and ended up working at a shop in Clinton for a little while with um, 
Diego at Ritual Customs, and then when Jason moved back to Mississippi and moved away to Arkansas, when he came back, he opened a shop uh-huh. and asked if I would work with them, and I said yes. So, cool, cool. Yeah. What is the process of apprenticing? Like, what, is, what does that look like? Not fun. It's really hard. Like, people always tell you it's hard, and then you actually do it. I cried a lot. Like, <laughs> I swept a lot. I mopped a lot. I got coffee. I didn't get paid that much. I had to work another job. When I worked at the shop in Montana, I would work from, we had to be there at 10 because the shop opened at 11. And we closed at like six or seven, depending. It was a little different hours than where I'm at now. Um, so I'd work until like six or seven and then I'd have an hour and then I'd go wait tables from like like eight, nine at night until seven in the morning. Oh God. And then go sleep for a few hours. But of course it was like, I was young and could do anything, so I would not go sleep most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I only did that shift on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I had always had at least one day off. I would try to make myself. It's a lot of hard work. And while you're doing that, you have to also like, you're tired. You have to act interested in things when you're not really interested in things. <laughs> and you have to really push yourself. It's almost like breaking you down as a human. <laughs> I know oh, that sounds really wow. bad. But it's. That sounds might not. So 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 what you're saying is no one accidentally stumbles into being a tattoo artist. No, not a a good one at least. It's crazy because in the it's we have people come in all the time asking if you know what it would be to be an apprentice and sometimes I think Jason telling people like it's hard like just makes I just remember being young and being like oh it might be hard but I can do it whatever like when people tell you no when you're younger you're like oh I can do that. But then I'm looking at him like, you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have health insurance. You don't get a 401k. Like, it's right. just like a whole, it's really stressful. But it was fun. It's worth it. I made a lot of good friends. Mm-hmm. Now it's nice looking back. And my mom didn't really take me. Like, my parents are very, I grew up very conservative Southern Baptist. In Mississippi? Really? What? How could this happen? Wild. The audacity. <laughs> I do declare. So, <laughs> Um, my mom didn't really take me seriously until she realized, I think, like, oh, you're a human adult that makes, that has a career and can pay your taxes and <laughs> <laughs> do adult things. So you became a functioning member exactly. of society? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I find that really funny. This, the whole time you're describing an apprenticeship, I'm thinking of living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. Pretty much, yeah. And, and wow. also throw in maybe just like that angry dance scene from Footloose, where oh, she's yeah. like so frustrated, <laughs> which is me with a mop. At one point, every, at one point, everybody who's seen that movie has gone into a factory, an abandoned factory. Which is a little, you and, can find them here. Yes. Yeah. And danced. The the dance of frustration. <laughs> Maybe your boss said something that you didn't like. Maybe, maybe your friends. Maybe your friends. Maybe maybe you. Maybe your mama. Why maybe do, why your don't more <laughs> <laughs> Why don't more movies have an angry dance scene? Do you know how many angry dance scenes have been recreated from that though? So many. You're, you're right. is you're the right. original man. Oh Because he was doing flips and people was like, "How in the fuck is he getting that eye?" Anger. <laughs> also, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. It's just like how you how do you jump so so far? Anger. 
this whole city doesn't know the the the, the love of dance. So so, so like <laughs> screamo is just footloose without the dancing. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. The electric dagger is probably the most prestigious. Is that the right word? Prestigious place in town. Look at you. Prestigious. Prestigious. What? We're in the south. Man. Prestigious. 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 Prestaged. Fancy. Fancy. Yeah. The fanciest tattoo parlor in town. Yeah. It, it, unless I'm mis- misunderstanding. Like I understand it's it's it's, it's it, it carries some weight with it. Why? Do, why would you? Why is that? Um, I think a big part of it is because of the owner. So Jason Thomas owns the shop. Mm-hmm. He taught uh, Mike Richardson and myself. He also taught Erica Flannis, who's in New York now. Um, but he taught all of us how to tattoo. He's worked. He's tattooed for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, he has really. He's tattooed me, a couple yes. times. So he has really high standards, and he has a really good name for himself in the tattoo community. Um, he's done guest spots in Denmark. He's worked at Ed Hardy's shop in San Francisco. Um, I mean, there's other, lots of other places, but he has a lot of respect okay. among people. And I don't know if a lot of people that come into the shop know that, but I do know that when people walk in and they see the shop, they're like, oh, wow, it's clean. There's pretty oh, stuff yeah. on the walls. <laughs> it looks like I really respect Jason for everything that he does. One, everything that he's taught me, and two, he's one of the bit one of those business owners that like puts in, he's a firm believer of like, you get whatever you put into something. So like something breaks at the shop, he's going to fix it and make it better. He's not just going to half-ass it. Half-ass it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, when I'm in there and I I look, I walk through the little customer area looking at all the, it's called flash, right? Mm -hmm. I got that right. Yeah. Uh, look at all the flash and like all of it is dated. So it's like he drew it on this date, blah, 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 blah. And I was surprised at how recent a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it, I was really surprised that even as long as he's been tattooing, he's still drawing stuff Constantly. on paper and framing it and putting it up in the shop, which is, which is really cool. Cause I just assume that, you know, once tattoo artists have a nice bank of work, they just leave it there and they're like, come on, I'm going to poke you. Yeah. That's, I think that's one thing too, that sets us apart from other places is that, or just, I mean, the stigma of going into a tattoo shop and picking something off of a wall, like it's something you don't want to do, but like our walls are all original art. I think we might only have two or three prints on the, in the whole shop, mm-hmm. um, which most of those are like posters from like, it, you know, just different tattoo shops around the world. And it's just really neat to kind of correct people when they're like, I don't want to come into the shop and just pick something off the wall. And it's like, well, you can <laughs> because it's all original art. So yeah. it's, it's different. Cool. Cool. Yeah. How, so in a given week, how many tattoos do you, do you give it approximately? Just depends. Right now it's crazy. Like if, um, if, if it's tax season and you're booked every day. Hey. What up everybody? <laughs> <laughs> If it's if it's the busiest time of the year, we'll do anywhere from four to five a day. Depends on like the size of the tattoo. Um, but then again, I also have days where I do nothing. Like when it's slow season, and it's one of those jobs that you have to plan for. When it's slow, it's slow. When it's busy, it's busy. If you're gonna stay late, you gotta stay late. That's just part of yeah. it. Like it's hard. It's getting harder the older I get to be like. <laughs> It's nine o'clock. My bedtime's at midnight. I gotta hurry up and get home. Mm-hmm. But 
What's the earliest you got to get up? Like, what? Well, lately I've been, so last year I kind of changed my lifestyle and I've been working out because I'm getting older and concerned about living longer, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so I try to wake up around 8 every morning. I don't have to be at work until 1230, but that way I feel like I have some time to like enjoy my day a little bit. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. To be a human. Yeah. Enjoy my house that I pay rent for. Gorillas. <laughs> Humans. Humans. <laughs> I actually woke up to that song today. Uh, I woke up, not humans, but I woke up to Ascension with Vince Staples. So, like, I woke up with uh, you and now I'm tuning into the tune of Jehovah. The sky's falling, baby. Drop that ass for it, crash. <laughs> and I was like... I should get up. <laughs> I suppose it's time to wake up. Yeah. It's, a good alarm it's time clock. to wake up. Because yeah. sky's falling. I did CeeLo's fuck you for a long time as an alarm clock. That's mm -hmm. an interesting way to wake up. <laughs> I will go ahead and say this. That whole album is is bank. It's, I love Lady Killer. It's good. It's it is. Good. I think I've, I've heard a few songs off of that. He, he is the only person that I... That's a, a black whale. I take that back. No, there are a lot more black. Yeah, than that's yeah, yeah, green. Well, yeah. Yeah, I had a whole thing to say. <laughs> he 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 did a whole concert standing in one spot in a Darth Vader costume. It's genius. And it was amazing. And then he was golden. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere is my one jam. of the best albums of all time. Yes. Yeah. Hands down. Norris Barkley is amazing. Oh, yes. North, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I know that mm -hmm. name. Where do I know that name from? Yeah. Yeah. And um, St. Elsewhere, his necrophilia song. The cover is Gone Daddy Gone. It's Gone great. Daddy Gone is good. Yeah. Transformers. Oh, that's great. Crazy. Doug, everybody knows crazy. Yeah. We all crazy. Um, but St. Elsewhere is my shit. That was my, um, that used to be my shtick. That was one of my first finals I bought. Really? Yeah. Like CeeLo Green has Mallory is now my favorite person. <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> CeeLo Green has has the honor of being one of the only two hit two one hit wonders, or two time one hit wonders. He's more than a one hit wonder. He's no. with Goody Mob, dude. Come on. Okay, three, three time one hit wonder. He's he's been consistent. I'm not I'm not saying he's not. It's not quality. He's not but, consistent but, but, in but, your world. But, right, but when you guys. when you when you go to suburbia, they know two songs. They know forget you. They don't fuck you. <laughs> they don't forget you. And, and they know crazy. You That's have it. been you you've been to George Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Moving on. Um Shout out to Danger Mouse too, because what out? Because amazing. I still have that spin magazine where they were on the cover and they were dressed as uh McFly and uh uh, Doc? Yeah, it's Doc and McFly. That's great. Oh, okay. I know, I know about Back to the Future. Well, no, because they're one hit. Mimi. Jesus. I should have really thought about saying that before I said it. Yeah, you should have. Created enemies. I'm kick you after this. All right. Monster. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so that's a good jumping off point. Uh, so there's a lot. I'm sure you have to tattoo a lot of stuff that you're... You're not necessarily a fan of, but I do know that you're a very, you're very, very nerdy, geeky, geek culture. I don't like that phrase, obviously. Nerd I was talking to somebody about this recently. You can be nerdy about anything. You can be nerdy about That's sports. That's true. That's true. You can yes. be nerdy about anime. You can be nerdy about comic books. Mm -hmm. You can be nerdy about anything. Shoes. If you care about something. Exactly. To the exactly. point where you collect it, believe mm -hmm. in it, you're a nerd. 
Yeah. Everyone's a nerd. So, so when you have to tattoo something that you have a fondness for, does that is that a different? Like, is it easier? Is it? I think anything's easy to tattoo if I don't think I'm better than what I'm doing. So, like, Ooh, elaborate. Like, I, I had when I the first shop I worked at, um, my boss, her name was Cindy. She was amazing. She didn't start tattooing until she was in her thirties. Like, already had kids and then started a career. So she had kind of done it all, which is awesome to like start working under a badass lady. Um, and she told me like, remember you're never more important than anything that you do. So something that I would like doing a big tattoo is just as important as doing a small infinity sign. If it means something to that person, I'm nothing but like, we talk about this a lot in the shop, but like we're merely vessels. Like we just are there to do Mm -hmm. The thing that people can't do for themselves. So, does that make sense? That, yes, That's absolutely. Really weird, no, but, no, that 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 make that makes absolute sense. But also, I think the the anything will be something I enjoy if somebody trusts me with it. So it could be like a subject that I know nothing about, but if they're like, "Hey, this is what I want," mm-hmm. I have more fun with it when they're not like, "But I want this here and this here and this here." But if they let me kind of have fun and create. Okay. Something. You ever did any Finny Jake adventure, adventure time no. stuff? Never done an Adventure Time tattoo, but we do have an. We did a Dagger Day a couple of years ago, and our friend Cody Reardon, who works at Oxford Tattoo, he's extremely talented. Extremely talented. He could draw anything. You could tell him like draw like a booger dancing on a surfboard, and he would draw it in five seconds. <laughs> Just like super cartoony <laughs> stuff. But he drew a Jake and Finn dagger that's awesome that we have in the shop, and you have to come by and see it. It's amazing. Yes, yes yeah. I do, because I love Adventure Time. <laughs> I never got into Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But I know that people that are into it are like, mm-hmm. into it. It's, it. it's intense. It's it's definitely adult. It's definitely I adult. I thought it was a kid's show, though. It's, no, fuck no, that. No, it was not, not made for children. It's I've, not, I've gathered that. It's oh, not wow. made for children, dude. See, I thought it was just one of those kid shows that adults, like, twisted to, kind of like Spongebob. You know, Spongebob is a kid show, but adults are like, no. Nah. Is it? Smallville's got some adult, but adult it's, content, it, but, in but it. it's a kid show. It's like saying it, Shrek is a kid show. Shrek yeah. is a kid show. Mm. That donkey fucked the dragon. <laughs> How you gonna explain that shit to a kid? Prince, Princess Little Man Complex. We all know what that's about. Yes, we it's, all it's, know. It's still at its core. It's a kid. He show. was in the bed with went, his shirt off, yeah. and he took a sip of that cup and he dropped it a little bit on. Him. He was like, mm. <laughs> "Come on, yo." How many times have you seen Shrek? I had a very distinct childhood. Shrek is amazing. It was a middle child. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah, but it's definitely not for children. Don't you? It is for ch- Like, I have children. I would let them watch Shrek any day of the week. Yeah, but one day they're going to watch it as an adult, and they're going to be like, damn, that's what that was about. But you can also watch Rick and Morty. No, I don't let them watch Rick and Morty. Oh, you don't? No, There's, no. That would, I was going to say. Sorry. I was about you going to scar the fuck out. No, 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 no. You scar the fuck No, 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 no. My dad used to watch Teen Wolf a lot. Like, he loved, or not Teen Wolf, but you know, like when those movies were on TV. And I finally watched it as an adult, and I was like, holy shit, he's looking for his weed the whole time. He has a shirt that says, what are you staring at, Dick Nose? Like, what is, what was my dad doing? How did he think this was okay for me to watch? You know... I don't think I watched anything that was just insanely crazy. With my my mom used to like to watch sci-fi all the time, so I saw some really fucked up shit, like you know, Frankenfish and the Mortuary, and she uh-huh. she 
She loves fucking Sharknado for some reason. But same, like that's the same with all sci-fi, like Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, and in one night she watched this vampire movie on sci-fi, and my dad just came home from the recruiting station because he worked in Hattiesburg, and but you know we stayed in Clinton, and all of a sudden we hear, baby, baby, and my mom was like, ah, and so we opened the door because they're not snoring, they're yelling. And that's how we gauge if they were asleep. Like, we'll <laughs> listen to the hallway if like you heard of snoring. Door, they're, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. either a yes or no. They're either snoring or they're yelling. There's nothing yeah. else. <laughs> they're, they're not snoring, they're awake. Um, but my mom was stabbing my dad with the remote because she thought he was a vampire in the bed. And they're never going to listen to this wow. podcast. But yeah. So they're never going to listen. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Wow. My mom really likes sci-fi too, but mm-hmm. I, she never, she's never watched anything too fucked up. I can't see your mom watching sci-fi. Oh, my mom's really into like if the the worst sci-fi, the better. Really? Oh, absolutely. I didn't know you. Like, mom like, like, like science fiction people really like Star Trek. She was really into like Farscape. Like she was into really into Farscape. And Farscape had, like, was terrible. And had like puppets and shit. Like. Farscape was weird. See, I know nothing about Farscape. My dad was all about Star Trek, though. Yeah, like she watched Star Trek too, but 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 she was like, if it if it had spaceships, it didn't matter how good it was, it was the best show ever. Okay. Yeah. If your mom played video games, then Mass Effect would be her favorite game. Absolutely. Ever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely mine. So so the the original idea was for us <laughs> to for for me to get a tattoo. Yeah. And then us immediately record afterwards. Mm-hmm. Things kind of fell sideways, but I did get a tattoo like what seventy-two hours ago? No, hundred and hundred and thirty something hours ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's it's still there. So you did it right. Did it fall off? Is no, it it's chunky? still there. Is it scabby? Is it it's a little bit, a little bit. It's Ooh, but it doesn't look that bad. No, it's 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 healing really well. That's something you want to hear your tattooer say? Oh, that doesn't look that bad. <laughs> yeah, that look that bad. I thought it was gonna look worse. You, what'd you say? Oh, nothing. Phew! Dodged a bullet with that one. You're, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Just um. It's supposed to be that green. You got health insurance, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know, times are hard. I'm just saying. But you it, might get green, green. I've I've gotten a lot of tattoos. Not not nearly as you've gotten a lot of tattoos, but I've gotten a lot, mm-hmm. and from different people. And I found that certain people's tattoos don't heal like other people's tattoos. Is there, is there a reason? Like, are, are, are there techniques that prevent certain things from happening badly? Um, yeah, no, there really is. <laughs> um, it just depends on the person, like on their skin, like how much water they're drinking. If you moisturize, moisturizing is so important. Everybody needs to do it. <laughs> that just scared me. I, I just realized I was hungry and needed you to hydrate. You like sloth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do take life slow. And also, like I guess, different techniques, different machines. Mm-hmm. Just like the way you, the way you do it makes a difference. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 it's. Also, set. placement. Like, if mm-hmm. you're getting it on like weird, squishy skin, might bruise a little bit. <laughs> might get a little, might get a little scabby. Weird, squishy skin, like the inside of your arm, mm-hmm. the spot where the sun don't touch. Mm-mm. 
That's gonna be hard. I'm even all the way around. <laughs> I have a question. Ooh. Ooh. Is was this a good idea? My first tattoo, <laughs> which is my only tattoo, I got when I was hungover. Okay. And I may or may not have passed out. During the tattooing process? During the tattooing process. Yeah. Um, I was insanely um, intoxicated and in Baltimore, Maryland. And so the guy looked like he's killed people. I mean, most tattooers do look like they've killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. But he was um he was real nice about it. Like, I slumped over. He should have stopped. I don't think he did. Because when I woke up, he was done. And then <laughs> I got everything wrapped up. I went to another party. Jesus Christ. And the truth is coming out. And drunk more, got back to base, fell asleep in somebody else's bunk because I didn't want to bleed everywhere. Woke up, blood everywhere. Wow. I think like the key part of the story is like you mentioned base, so you're military at this point. Mm-hmm. So like that's what y'all do. Yeah, we do When you have off time and you're in the military, there's one thing I've learned, like, you go hard. We go super hard. Because you got to make up for lost time. There are more stories that I'm not going to say on this podcast. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, that's the thing. No, it's, it happens. People pass out. It's Um, normal. Um, How often does that happen? I'd say we get, like, one or two a month. Okay, that's not that bad. I mean, it's not that bad. That's not that bad. But we try to tell people, like... I don't know. You don't want to like take away like the magic of tattooing and like <laughs> prep people too much, but like eat a good meal before you come in. Don't get shit faced the night before. Drink plenty of water. Maybe bring a snack. But then I feel like I'm their mother and not their tattooer. But like I want them to not pass out because my anxiety is so high that like I go into like panic attack mode. Mm-hmm. If anybody in the shop looks like they're gonna pass out, I will stop tattooing and be like, "What do you need? Here's mm-hmm. some endmems. Here's some oh, water. Wow. Help me feel better." <laughs> Damn, I'm glad you weren't there. (laughs) No, if it happens at the shop, like, we we stop. We put, like, cold towels on pressure, like, cold paper towels on your pressure points. We Mm -hmm. try and make you not pass. We don't want you to pass out. Right, right. We want you to tell us before you do, because we can do something about it. Usually once it happens once, it doesn't happen again, though. Mm -hmm. No, it didn't happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And and, And I imagine that anyone with multiple tattoos don't pass out. It's usually the first-timers, correct? It's a lot of first-timers, but we also do have some people that get lightheaded every time. I get weird. I pass out any time I get a piercing. I'm such a titty baby. What? Yeah. Wow. Such a titty baby. I can't look at that. I mean, as a tattooer, I should want to look when I get tattooed so that I can, like, I don't know, learn a secret or something, but (laughs) I can't look. It gets me all wobble-headed. I don't look either. Like I never watch a tattoo. Uh, I, it's it's funny. I have to think think about needles. Like I don't want to see needles going. I into love my... needles going into my skin. Fuck that dude. No. Nah. Sounds like a fun Tuesday night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I may be a little sadistic, but um, like I go to the the VA and they'll be like, we gotta now we gotta do the needle. I said, yeah, do it. Let me watch. Which arm do you want? Which vein? You want more blood? I just be I be I think I freak them out a little bit. It's like one of my biggest fears is giving blood. I can't even think about doing that. I, they make fun of me every time. Shots, anything. Mm-hmm. I got my I got a shot last spring for the first time in six years. Just because like when I'm I get really sick usually once or twice a year. I didn't this last year, but I think that's because I've been taking these Gendrick shots from Mama Nature's. Mama Nature's is that dope. Stuff is the jam. 
Mama Nature's is so good. But I think those ginger shots like help my immune system. But I finally got sick enough like in spring before I was doing that that I was like I have to. Usually I'm like give me the pills. I don't want to take the shot, but I had to do it. Mm-hmm. But they made me lay there for 30 minutes so I wouldn't pass out. Oh wow, snap. Because the time before that, six years ago, like the doctor had to chase me around the room until he pinned me against the table and gave me the shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm wow. such a weenie. Like, I'm <laughs> such a weenie. It's like, you know, when you look at it, it's like all the tattoos, and so you wouldn't think that. Every time. Like, I, like I, oh, I mean, the girl with tattoos is going to pass out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, Mallory's back. Yeah, they just dread it. <laughs> I was like in high school, like of course, the, you know they bring the blood van or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, we're having a blood donor day. If you want to do that, come to the auditorium." So I, you know, I go in there, and uh, knowing that I have a thing about needles, and I'm, you know, I'm just gonna be like, "I'm a man. Look at me," and uh, I pass out giving blood, and they're like, "Well, n- none for you. Sorry, sir. Here's some cookies. Get out." You know. Yeah, but you got cookies. I did get cookies, so you know, Did you get a shirt? ultimately net no, positive. No, you only get the shirt if you give the blood. Oh, yeah, we're so. I feel like. I don't know. It, I know you get them damn cookies. Though. Three, <laughs> three good cookies too. I don't know where they get them from. Four years later, flash flash forward to, to college, right? Mm-hmm. Runberry, huh? You said flash forward, and I was like, Runberry. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! College. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm in you know college whatever, and and you know how you know, teachers are all like good people and shit, and they're like, hey, we'll give you an extra one hundred on your score or whatever if you go give blood. Blah. And I'm like, oh man, I'm almost failing this class. I'm going to do that. And then it hit me. I can't do that. I'm frightened of doing that. So instead, I go and get my ears pierced again. Did you pass out? No, no, because I can't see it. Like I, like I had put holes like right above these. It was the early 2000s. Don't, don't worry about it. And my chemical is like, hard. Bless them. At the time, it was, it was like, what are you doing, Sergio? Why are you doing that? And the reason I did it is so I wouldn't have to give blood. Because if you go to the blood place and they're like, how old have you had piercings in the past year? They tell you, no, you can't give blood. So I was able to go and get the credit. You got out of it. Yeah, I bought my way out of it by getting piercings that I then took out like six months later. It's pretty amazing. But now people say that you can't give blood after you get tattooed. That's a Farsity. It is not real. It's false. You can if you can prove that you got tattooed at a licensed shop. So. Really? Or just tell them, no, this is three years old. Yeah. You could just lie. As it's like scabbing over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the hair is still shaved. The hair is still missing from the area. Jeez, especially if you have like O negative or one of them blood types that they really want. So, okay, so the tattoo I got to bring it back around to talk to the topic. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is like it's, really no. This is how these things go. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a get what you get. Explain the get what you get. So the get what you get yeah. is it's a game. Um, our friends out in California kind of started it years and years and years ago, and we decided to do it as well. Um, a lot of shops do it now all over, um, but we call it get what you get. Uh, you pay $60, you reach mm-hmm. into a bucket. We used to have a gumball machine. It broke. We haven't replaced it, so now it is a bucket. Um, you reach in, and whatever you pull out, you have to get. Uh, if you don't like it, you can pay $20 more, and you can draw a second time. That's pretty much it. I mean, that is, like, that's the funniest part. Like, it, 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 <laughs> the, the, getting a tattoo that you are not familiar with up front is, like, that's a scary prospect. But the 
funniest part is to get out of the one that you don't like, you have to pay more money, is brilliant. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have two. Well, I have one get what you get. Mm-hmm. I've gotten. It's fun. Yeah, so do I. T- you now yeah. have one. Would you say it's the goat? It's the goat. Yes. <laughs> that it's was good. the goat. Yeah. I saw what you did there. <laughs> I think, to be fair, we like made that joke when it happened, the tattoo happened, so I kind of came in prepared with that one. Yeah, it's, it's I've just been as... like waiting this whole time for you to say that. <laughs> talk, talk about the goat. Talk about the goat, Sergio. It's the goat. Say it. What's your favorite tattoo? You have a lot of them. My favorite tattoo that I have yeah. would probably be I have. One on my hand that Jason did, and it's just a rose, and it's pretty and dainty and black and gray, and it makes me... I have some fingers. Finger tattoos are weird. You probably shouldn't get them. I'm just going to say that. Maybe listen to tattooers when they say don't do it, because I now have finger tattoos that are blobby, and I look like I have ugly man hands. No offense, men, but... I'm just saying, like, it got weird. But, (laughs) so now I have this, like, nice, pretty, dainty thing. Don't hide your hands. It's fine. Embrace your man hands. (laughs) But now I have like a pretty dainty thing on my hand and it makes me feel better about the Your man hand. shitty tattoos that I have on my fingers. <laughs> Finger tattoos just never, like they're either going to heal great or they're going to heal terribly. And you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. There's no way. You'd be the best tattooer in the world, but you might. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be getting anything on my hand. Do you have, do you have a tattoo to face? No. Okay. Next question. Wait, what was that question? I have a tattoo to face. Mm-hmm. Well, I did one, but I don't really count it because I hadn't been tattooing that long. I didn't know what I was doing, and I just, like, I had to do it. I was... I just... I don't really talk about it much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, like, when I... I look, I look at people, it's like, you gotta be really well off financially to get something permanent on your face. Like face and hands. Either mm-hmm. well off or just fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can see the hands. Like the hand, there's a, the, I work for um, an institution that deals with money. money. And, you know, the last, I work for Choice Mark. And, <laughs> you could have just and, said and a then, bank, but yeah, that works too. I work, for, I work for Trust Mark. I mean, I got nothing bad to say about them. Um, they, it, I have a coworker who has finger tattoos, mm-hmm. and and they're splotchy. Yeah. But he he has a job there, so yeah. I mean the finger tattoos is cool. Now if he would have came in with like death to all humans with a skull on his face, yeah, looking like. I think that I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard with tattooing because it's been it has always been seen as like this rebellious act that kind of separates you from society. But now it's so normal mm-hmm. that like. I mean, like you said, people who work at Trustmark have tattoos. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a normalized thing. Maybe more so in other places than Mississippi. Oh, yeah. But I think that people that get, you know, still get hands and faces tattooed, like, they definitely want to set themselves apart mm-hmm. from society. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes, yeah, that, sense. That makes absolute sense. Yeah. And, and it's. Like, like I, I want to get more. Mm. I definitely want to get more tattoos. Yeah. Me too. I'm scared. Scared of getting more tat? Oh, well. Well, I want to start my back piece, but like I want to, I don't know. I'm like, I have a goal weight to get to. A. B. 
I just like once I start it, I want to like get it worked on every month. I don't want to wait. Okay. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to like set aside enough money. So tattooers have to save up money to get tattooed. Also. <laughs> oh, I thought it wasn't like, like oh yeah, I do your no. solid. <laughs> no, it's like it's funny because some people don't like. Oh, the get what you get or back to get what you get is sixty dollars. Our shop minimum is a hundred dollars. Some people have a problem with that. They don't think or understand why it would be a hundred dollars and. At the end of the day, Jason's been tattooing for 20 years, and he was tattooing 20 years ago at a $60 minimum. Everything goes up, you know, so at a certain point, you know. And also, as you get more experienced, and you, like, if I were to go to a shop and the minimum was way lower than 100 I would worry. It's like, why aren't you charging more? Yeah, I mean, it covers our supplies. It covers all sorts of stuff, but... That's kind of why we left the, or we have the get what you get. It's like if somebody comes in and they don't want to, or not why we have it, but some people will choose to do that as opposed to paying the $100 minimum. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll pay that $100 minimum. <laughs> I mean, I would too, but. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> you you want to get what you want. Yeah. I don't want to pull no things like. like. Would you have gotten the goat? Ass eat 27-7 or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> would you have gotten the goat? I would have gotten to go. Yeah. That wasn't a bad one. Uh, I would have put Never Lost under it. I probably would have paid extra. (laughs) (laughs) Put Never Lost under it. I paid more just to put these words in. I'm the the goddamn goat. (laughs) Never lost. That's amazing. Under the goat. Oh, no. Don't. Oh, God, no. Thank you. I work on it. Sergio never compliments my face. I didn't realize. Why do I ever compliment his face? I didn't realize that that was an obligation. It's not. You don't compliment my face. Yeah, I do. When? Right now, you handsome fucker. Ah, oh, same. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, do you have anything else? I have uh, one more thing to to say. I'm being documented. I was taking pictures for my Instagram, so I'd oh, be like, y'all, okay. I did a thing. Because <laughs> y'all don't have an Instagram. That's true, we don't. Oh, we don't. So, I don't have a personal tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Sergio's tattoos, and they're amazing. I am a collector of art. I love to collect art. And I would like for you to be my personal tattoo artist. Or a person that does tattoos for me when yeah, you're available. Yeah, yeah. I don't think great. she can work on you exclusively. Yeah, yeah like I would definitely awesome. wait because I've seen, I seen Sergio's tattoos and... It's definitely like the art style that I that I dig a lot. Awesome. So thank you. I, I, that really makes me makes my heart happy. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. That's one of my favorite things about it is like or about tattooing is over time the more you tattoo like some people come in multiple times and I end up getting like developing a relationship with those people mm-hmm. and it's like I have a million friends and I love it. <laughs> like just people that like I don't know, I get to work on people that I know and it makes Makes me happy. So, has, do people come in and like ask you like, "This is what I want," and you kind of draw out a design and help them kind of figure out what what they want? Because that's me. Because I ain't never gonna come in there and be like, "Hey, this is I want a chair," and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have lots of people. I mean, but then there's a lot of fun. What kind of chair would you get? Would you get like mm-hmm. a lounge chair? See, or that's a recliner? too much. I don't know. See, you can't just throw that out there. <laughs> there's so a, many options. I don't get a headache. No, we. we do, <laughs> We do that. We do consults. If, like, say you've never been in the shop before and you've never, you know, you don't know what you want, but you want to talk to an artist about it, um, you can come in, you can make a car call and make a consult. And that just, like, especially right, like, when it's busy time, 
It helps us set aside time so that we can respect your time. We can respect other people's time, but we can sit with you and we can talk about like, this is what I want. Kind of sketch something up a little bit. Not like final line drawing. Don't get crazy people, but like, mm-hmm. you know, a loose sketch of something. And that way, when you come in, you feel a little bit more confident about it. You're right. just like walking in, like, okay, here goes nothing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what is what are the, the the timelines of tattoos? I know a guy who got a tattoo and was like, he got it on one arm, and then like two weeks later, he got it on the other arm. He got a tattoo on his other arm. Um, if you're not tattooing the same area, you could tattoo one arm on a Tuesday and tattoo the next arm on a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the same area. If you say we do like an outline of a half sleeve, you would have to give it about two to three weeks to heal before we could go in and do any no, shading I, or anything would, like yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it any sooner than that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Because then the, if you do it too soon, the lines might not be healed and it might just be mm-hmm. really tender, really like be more painful. Because mm-hmm. I mean... It's not fun. It hurts. People always expect me to be like, oh, it's not that bad. No, tattooing fucking hurts. And every time I get one, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> but then I like it at the end. <laughs> so so where do we find you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> where do we find you, Mallory? I don't know. <laughs> no, like, where is the shop located? Uh, that and, like, social media stuff. Okay, um, so I work at Electric Dagger, duh. Um... <laughs> 2906 North State Street. We're in the basement of the Fondren Corner Building, underneath Roosters and Basils and all that good stuff and the other businesses that are there. And all the rich people who live up top. I mean, it's I'm really... Just, I just I wanted know. to add that in there. No, but I just want to argue with that for a second because mm-hmm. it's really not that bad. Because, like, if you factor in, everything's included in your rent. Really? Everything. Yeah. Word? Yeah. So when you're thinking about it that way... I didn't know that. You have a guaranteed parking spot in Fondren because you get to park in the garage downstairs. So, like, add that in as well, which is, like, basically gold and, like, parking in Fondren. Sucks. Yo. Yo. I'll take it back. Take backsies. Take backsies. (laughs) Um, Also, you have access to the roof. There's a roof Mm -hmm. up there that's beautiful. I've been up there. It's gorgeous. Like, sometimes I live, like, when I'm up there, I live up there. I don't live up there. Mm -hmm. When I go sit up there, (laughs) sometimes when I sit up there, I'm like, oh, man, Jackson's fucking cool. Like, Mm -hmm. this place is beautiful. Um, But, yeah, we're in Fondren Corner Building. And I'm on Instagram. It's at Mallory underscore K-A-Y. I spell my name the right way with an O-R-Y, not an O-R-I-E. I'm very so, opinionated about that. So much shade thrown at random yeah, Mallory. It's like sacrilegious. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, Mallory. Like, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anytime I meet another Mallory, it's like, are you O-R-Y? Yeah? Okay, we're cool. <laughs> we're going to have a problem if you we, aren't. Yeah. Oh, we scrapping by the end of the night, I mean, bitch. it turns into like a Jets versus Shark moment. Like... <laughs> Like, what, what's that story? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that doesn't wow. um, right. does not resonate. Sorry. I like musicals. Oh, I don't. I, let's I not talk about musicals. You know, it's not it's a proper fight unless somebody walks in and does a slide ready to fight. That's so good. And then they walk around you snapping their fingers. With the leather jacket on when it's 80 degrees outside. And I but think they're pulling out their switchblade, but it's really just their switchblade comb. Yep. Like, everything you're saying is just making me think of Beat It. Beat It? Beat with... It's more of like a, a hip snap, like mm-hmm. a, a hip out snap, whereas, like, what's that story is more of a front, like, yeah. walking snap. Like, I'm Italian. Like, hey. 
Okay, all right. All right. The Don, the Don told me to come see. I, I am not about to pretend like I'm Italian on this thing. Don't you think so though? Like that's like beat it. And just... Yeah, beat it is definitely like <laughs> the, the beat it snap is more of a stroke. Yeah. Oh well. Shut up. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> as, so lap is like. So Sergio, where can where can people follow us at? Uh, RealityBreached.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're on the Facebook. You can find this podcast on all of our all the different podcast things, you know, like iTunes and Google Play and mm. Spotify, Stitcher, mm. that bootleg. So uh, many options. Yeah, bootleg mm. podcast app that you downloaded late last night when you were drunk. We're there too. So I forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where can we find you, Robert? You can find me on <laughs> the same the same places. Um, follow the Black Pocket Podcast, please. Uh, we're on we're on the Reality Breach. So everywhere you see Reality Breached, you'll see the Black Pocket Podcast. That is correct. That is correct. We have an Black Pocket Podcast has an Instagram though. It's called the Black Pocket Collective. It's on Instagram? Yes. I'm gonna follow that now. And I am horrible at it, I will admit. We do have hundred and one followers now. Hey. But you can find us there. And you can find me if you wanna laugh and shit. At House of Morris, the O of Of is zero. Facebook, I am Robert Morris. Um, Twitter, I am House of Morris. The O of Of is a zero. Okay, that's it. Take us home. You've been breached, baby. Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached Jackson Spotlight. Music was provided by Donche of the Black Pocket Podcast. Follow his work at soundcloud.com slash it. Is there someone in the Jackson area that you think deserves a spotlight? Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, both at Reality Breached, to tell us who. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe via your favorite podcast app or visit realitybreach.com for more details. <laughs>